This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, everyone. Hi, friends. Welcome to a Spiced Chaos mini-sode. Yeah, just a little baby one. We just uh, we just are going to chat because we have been um, forgetting to <laughs> we've been forgetting to um, you know send you guys over a question. Uh, yeah, we're not doing our job at all. Um, we're both like, just so busy and tired. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys, tired is like the tiniest little word to describe the biggest <laughs> feeling ever. You know, um, I feel like this year is just like, it's like somebody is just taking one of those like little plastic, like wiffle ball bats and just like occasionally just like randomly just beating me with it. Just <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't know when it's coming. They're not doing it. <laughs> like they're not doing it rhythmically so that I know that it's coming. They're just like, just occasionally just like, bam. <laughs> Yeah. Now get up, get up, get up, so I can hit you again. <laughs> get up, because in a um in an unscheduled amount of time, I'm gonna hit you with this again, and you're not gonna know when it's coming. So you have to live with this stress of knowing <laughs> that I'm gonna hit this hit you with this again. <laughs> oh my gosh, I cannot. I cannot with this. <laughs> that's that's what it is and it's like one time they're gonna hit you with it and it's gonna be like okay so they're gonna I'm gonna hit you with this bat and it's going to represent your boss chewing you out for something that you didn't realize that you were doing wrong and one time I'm gonna hit you with it and it's gonna be some random repair in your house it's gonna cost four hundred dollars and then (laughs) one time I'm gonna hit you with it it's gonna be your kids are gonna throw up for two hours straight in the middle of the night and they're gonna pee their pants while they're doing it too so you're gonna have to change their clothes all night long and just oh oh my my gosh. gosh that is me though when I throw up like it's like just oh it's just a mess (laughs) it's a hot mess time yeah it's just seriously um so speaking of hot mess that's Caitlin from creating a chaos (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh that's a good one I love that and that's Leanne from Spice Plans they can't get her life together no I also am a very warmed over mess this morning um so yeah, um, I am a mess that has not had the luxury of being reheated in a mi- like in a in a nice oven. I have been microwaved for oh, no. sure. I've I've been popped in the air fryer. Like I'm hot. <laughs> I'm hot. <laughs> well, at least you've been reheated in a classy way. Okay, I have been put in with all the radiation and chemicals <laughs> and all the different things. Um, oh my gosh! So, well, I have something to share that makes me not a hot mess. Yeah, what's that? So we have been having the ducks inside for quite some time because they need some more time in the light in order to make their their little duck eggs. So Brian built them like a duck pen that's going to live in the living room. And it is the coolest thing ever. And I was so excited about it because what was happening before 
was that they had designated duck towels on top of like this dog bed. And needless to say, it's just not been working. And it's basically been a mess because if you imagine how much a bird poops, like it's pretty much the same for a duck. So it's been like constant cleaning, constant towel washing. Some towels are ruined and can never come back. But now they're going to be in this duck pen with like their wood chips and they'll be in the front room with us. And it's the best thing ever. And I'm so excited about it. Oh, that is exciting. I love that. You guys are so weird, Caitlin. Like, I, I just I just love how weird you are. And <laughs> oh, yes, oh my gosh, like that, you know, and you see, and I am I'm weird in so many different ways than you are, because I just have a dog and she just kind of like <laughs> chills outside most of the time. Like she prefers to be outside. Yeah. Um, you know, like when I'm trying to keep her inside and I'm talking to her and I'm like, can't you just be a normal dog? She just like looked at the door like, can you just put me back out there in the yard, please? Like, this is not I don't know why you have me on this couch. Um, so anyway, well, I love that. And um, I yeah, hope that you'll put excited. up a picture. Have you put a picture up on Ducking Chaos? I have not because the bookshelf behind it I need to clean off. And I'm one of those people that I don't like to take a picture with a mess in the background. Okay, well, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, makes I sense. have not done that yet. But I will. I will definitely do that. So <clears throat> speaking of mess, um, I think that our listeners know that on Halloween, I stayed up until like five o'clock in the morning <laughs> and cleaned my house. Yeah. So you guys, the secret to keeping your house clean is to clean every day. It really is true. Like we also did like a a big cleanup yesterday and it's definitely doing like a little bit of it every day. Yeah. Like, did you know that if every time you finish eating off of a dish, if you rinse it and put it in the dishwasher instead of in the sink, you don't accumulate dishes in the (laughs) sink? (laughs) <laughs> okay, but what if your children hide dishes, like, under the couch? <gasps> no, that's not okay. You can't put dishes under the couch. I know, right? But that's, I think that becomes my biggest problem. So I am very good at what you just said about rinsing my dishes, putting them in the dishwasher. But it's these other people, okay? Like, Brian will give me, like, six cups from beside his chair. Love this man, and I know that I talk so much smack about my poor husband on this show, but that's what happens. Or my kids will, like set their plates next to the side of the couch and it like it gets pushed under the couch. And then I'm like, why does it stink in here? You know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I'm just, I just can't, but no. I, I like to, and then I'm, you know, my whole dishwashing cycle is off, you know? Okay. So I have, to, I have had to become hyper vigilant, which means I have accepted that my mental health is dependent on my environment being a certain way. Mm-hmm. And if that means I have to stare at my children while they're eating their food <laughs> and when they put the last bite of their food in their mouth, I have to go and grab their plate or, or fuss at them and say, go put that, go put that plate in the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. Then, then that's what I have to do. And um, that is just the way it's been. So my kids are here with me this week. Mm-hmm. And so last week was the first week that I was home with the house clean and it was just me here and I was able to maintain, you know, the house clean by myself all week because that was, you know, it's, it's easy when it's just me here at the house to like, true. Yeah. Yeah. When it's just me by myself and, you know, I mean, seriously, I can wash the same dish every day and just eat off of one dish and not have to like, you know, use a whole bunch of dishes. In fact, I don't even make any trash when it's just me. Oh, see, I do. I don't make necessarily trash, but I definitely make recycling. I get a lot of Amazon boxes and I have a lot of like 
recycling type boxes that come off of my food products in the fridge and stuff. So well, I make a lot of recycling. Yes, I get packages, but yeah, you know, that's that's for another show. I don't know if you <laughs> want to talk about like all the things that get shipped to the house, like that's different. But for real. Um, but you know, it's like I find that I only take out one bag of trash at the end of the week, rather than when the kids are here. It's like there's tons of recycling and there's tons of trash and there's tons of like, you know, mm-hmm. like compost and stuff like that that has to be dealt with just because the kids are here and there's, you know, like ugh, eggshells and, you know, there's stuff like that, 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 that I do when the kids are here that I don't do when I'm by myself. Right. But, yeah. um, so there is, there's more, it's a little bit more labor intensive, of course, when there's kids around, but when it's just me, it's a little different. Right. Um, so this week the kids have been here and, Normally by Thursday, you would be like calling social services to say like this woman is unfit to be a mother. Like she should not, (laughs) she should not be raising children. Like this place should be condemned. Mm -hmm. Um, But this week I have very, very careful about, you know, okay, you just finished that bag of chips. I need for you to go and put that little bag in the, in the trash or, mm-hmm. um, okay, you just finished, you know, with that plate, I need you to go and put it in the dishwasher. And, um, it's been good because like my kids are really not very self-sufficient. Right. Um, but they can open up the dishwasher and put a plate in. Okay. Yeah. Um, my kids can do that, but here's the thing. I, I like the dishwasher loaded in a certain way to get like the optimal amount of dishes in there. And sometimes they'll put like the plate where the bowls need to go or like vice versa and I just I can't handle that (laughs) well and I understand um but I have kind of gotten to where if they put it in the dishwasher at all Mm -hmm. then later you know when I'm putting something in the dishwasher if they put it in a place that I'm not super happy with I'll just kind of shift it around yeah I do that I feel like I feel like they need to do <laughs> they need to just do it right. Well, and you know, and I, I know, I know that they need to do it right. And they do yeah. need to learn how to properly load the dishwasher and they will. Mm-hmm. Um especially you know, my thirteen year old. Like I'm like, girl, you're like five years away from being an adult. Can you please put the bowl where it needs to go? Um, yeah, you need to start using this on her. You need to say, Delilah, you are taller than my friend Leanne. You need to know how to load a dishwasher. She is. She had um, these boots on with these heels, like a little, it was a little heel. And she was like looking me in the eye. So she might be even like five nine, five ten at this point. Yeah. So, you know, like she's by 13, you should be able to say, okay, Delilah, it's your night to clear the table. You need to load yes. the dishwasher. Right. Um, and yesterday I was like, okay, can you um, clean out the sink in the bathroom? And then can you also like scrub the toilet? It took her an hour of a tantrum before she started to do that. Yeah. And see, listeners, this is something that, that Caitlin and I were talking about prior to the show. Um, so funny story. I am currently teaching Lord of the Flies to my ninth graders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, we were talking about how the kids in Lord of the Flies are like eight years old. Oh, jeez. Okay. And um, yes, Lord of the Flies is not a happy novel. Um, if you've never read it, then, um, you know, I, I don't want to say like, pick it up this summer and take it to the beach. Like, it's not a beach read. Um, mm-hmm. But there's there's no like... There's no happiness in Lord of the Flies. The kids, you know, they go, 
they, they get stranded on this island and they build their own society and there's a murder and it's just, it's terrible. Right. Um, I'm not, I don't want to, you know, give away. I mean, I've just given away that there is a murder, but I right. won't tell you when or who it is or whatever. Right. Um, but we got to the murder today in class. Mm-hmm. And my students are coming into class today. They're coming into the Zoom and they're going into the chat and they're like, oh my gosh. And they're talking about this murder. And one of them actually said, how can this have happened? These kids are eight years old. Right. <laughs> and, you know, there's actually like, I think that there's actually a line in the novel mm-hmm. where one of the kids says, we did everything just like adults. What did we do wrong? Right. You know, and, you know, they've built this society for themselves. It's kind of a demented society, but they do. They build a society for themselves, but it still, like, goes really wrong. And it got me thinking about, like, our own children. And Caitlin and I were talking about our own kids and how our children today, I mean, like, Hannah has a hard time just making herself a glass of ice water. (laughs) Right? For real. you know, if Daniel and Hannah got dropped on a desert island, desert, <laughs> no, yes, deserted happen. island, if they, yes. uh, a, a desert island, that's where <laughs> Hannah would want to be, a desert right. island. Me too. Um, if, if they got dropped on a deserted island, I don't know if they would get as far as the kids in Lord of the Flies. Like, I don't know if they would be able to say, okay, if you've got the conch, then you can talk, or if they would be able to yes. even <clears throat> create any kind of semblance of a society or, um, you know, a system of, of, of finding food or anything because they can't even walk to the kitchen, you know, get the package of Oreos out of the pantry themselves. Like they're so helpless. Um, and why do you think that is Caitlin? Like what, what do you, what do we do to them? Like, where do we go wrong? Okay. So here's my theory. So for me, it's a little different. So Delilah is my child that was 100% over coddled. I was 21 when I had her And I was terrified that because I was a young mom that I was going to do something wrong and someone was going to take her from me. Like, that's just how my anxiety (laughs) was set up at that time. So I like went over the top to make sure that she had everything that she needed. She had a new backpack every single year, even if she didn't need it for school. She had a brand new fresh outfit and probably like hundreds of dollars worth of clothes. She was also the only grandchild. And so my mom like... Uh, spoiled her rotten. So she was like the overcoddled child. And then I kind of saw like that she was, you know, 11, 12, 13, and not able to do the things that her same age peers were able to do as far as independence goes. And then I wasn't comfortable with those things. So at 11, I still was not cool with her like walking around the block because she like couldn't take care of herself at home. So I was like, what if someone snatches you, you know? Um, yeah. but, but with Harrison, We were both like, okay, we got to do this differently. So I'm the parent with him that like, if he falls at the playground and he, you know, he's not crying or whatever, I'm going to let him get up and like work that out. Or like if he is trying to figure out a puzzle over there at the playground and, or like a, how to do something, I'm going to let him like work that out. Um, And then like, I ask him to do small jobs. Like he helps to take out their cycling and stuff. And he's only five. So we have a little bit of a different setup. But um, I think that for me, with Delilah, the reason why I overcoddled her was because I was terrified of someone, like, going to come in and take her from me because I wasn't doing a good job. And I think there's a lot of, like, 
especially I think for moms, like when you're at a mom group or if you are somewhere with other moms that you don't know, I feel like we almost like vocalize things to make sure that other moms like approve of what we're doing. Like, oh, it's okay that you fell. You're like, here, let me come pick you up. Or here, let me give you an apple juice to make sure that I'm like letting everybody know that I'm feeding you, that kind of thing. So I think that there's just like a lot of judgment. Um, And then I think like our society as a whole, like, I think people in general are kind of overcoddled if you ask me, but that's just, that's, that's for another show, I suppose. No, I think you're totally right. And I think that this is like the right show for that mm-hmm. because, um, you know, we're nothing on this show if not transparent about who we are. Yeah. And, um, you know, I sometimes, and I don't want to say like, you know, you as a 21 year old mom, I mean, when I was 21, I was a child. I, mean, I was, I was a yes. child. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You're old enough to vote. Yes. You're old enough to drink, but your brain is not developed yet. I mean, like th- there's, there's science that suggests that our brains are not developed until we're like, what, 25 years old. Yeah. Well, and I can tell by the way that Brian used to argue when we were 21, 22, 23, and the way that we like basically just don't talk to each other now until we can be nice. <laughs> yes, know? exactly. So, you know, it's like, there's all of these like rights that you are given when you're 18 and 21, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. that it's, you know, it's possible you that you can drive a car at 16. That boggles my mind that I can yes. have a child driving a car in three years. <laughs> yes. But now, and you know, when you think about yourself, when you're 16, when you think about who you are, when you're 18, mm-hmm. you think about who you are when you're 21, it's like, you don't realize when you are living at that age, Mm-hmm. just how stupid you actually are because you right. feel like you're grown, you know, you, you feel do. like, you know, so much, you feel like, you know, that you are invincible and that you can do anything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm looking at, and it's almost like, and I am going to get back to the parenting point in just a minute. Right. So everyone just bear with me. Okay. So I feel like as a newly single woman mm-hmm. at 38 years old, yeah. That I'm kind of like living my youth over again in a way, mm-hmm. but I'm older now. And the things that didn't scare me the first time I was single terrify me now. Right. Okay. So like, you know, I'm not going to be running around, like doing all this frivolous, like sleeping around and doing all this like stuff that I would have done when I was 20 that mm-hmm. I, you know, you know what I mean? Like, some of the stuff that I did when I was 20, terror, that stuff scares me now. So right, like getting in a car with a stranger, like yes, yes. leaving a party with a couple of people that I like did not even know one time. <laughs> Thank you. Are just, let's just say are even going to a party. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you terrifying. know, there's things like that. So like, I can see how when you're 21, like that fear of doing something wrong as a mom, mm-hmm. simply because you're child and you don't have any idea how to even be a mom so like and on top of that Delilah was a preemie right yeah and so we already had like caseworkers and people like involved in like asking us questions and like I had I had some like morphine during my delivery or some kind of like some kind of you know pain reliever or whatever and they're like we found drug system so now we have to check you and like all of this stuff um that like put me immediately on edge and I was like whoa okay And like, I don't know, like, I guess maybe being an anxious person and going from like zero to worst case scenario, I immediately Mm -hmm. went to like, somebody is going to like, see that like, 
I like, <laughs> I don't know, I made this choice and they're going to say it's the wrong choice and they're going to take my kid from me. And that was yes. like my biggest fear as a young mom. Right. And I can totally understand that. And that kind of stuff definitely affects, you know, the way kids are raised and the way that they, you know, behave and turn out. And, right. you know, I, I don't, when I look at my own two, because I was 28 and 31, 30-ish, I guess, when mine were born. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I want to say, yes, that's a grown adult. I was definitely <laughs> grown and I, you know, my children were both planned and, you know, I wanted them and I knew that I wanted them. I was not prepared for the kind of child that Hannah was going to be. <laughs> but um, Hannah, when when I have weeks here at the house, when it's just me and both of my children and I'm doing this single mom thing, mm-hmm. um, Hannah wants for me to be up getting her something like every 10 minutes. And yeah. I know that right now our children are going through a very unprecedented time. Right. So they're um, expressing like their needs in different ways for they sure. They are expressing their needs in different ways. Hannah is capable of going to the kitchen and getting herself a snack and a drink without me. Right. But the way she needs for me to show her love is by me doing things for her. Like I think that Mm -hmm. one of her love languages is acts of service. I really do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm kind of learning that, that, you know, me showing her love by giving her, you know, ice water or getting her like, you know, a sandwich or something like that Mm -hmm. is just something that she kind of needs. It's not because she's not able to do it. It's because that's how she feels my love. Right. Um, so, it's not because I'm, I don't know. I I don't want to coddle her and make it so that she can't function in the world by herself. But at the same time, you know, her dad and I are separated right now. And that is something that is stressing her out, even if she's not able to articulate it in, you know, an adult way because she's seven. Right. (laughs) Um, and she hasn't seen her friends in nine months. Yeah. Oh my gosh. These poor babies. I know she's doing online school and has to sit at a table in front of a computer all day and has no idea like what she's trying to do and school is so frustrating and there's just so much going on right now that you know why can't I just make her a damn sandwich and shut up about it you know it's like it's does it really have to be that big of a deal and you know at the same time I want to say yeah the plate stinks under the couch Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, we find the plate, we rinse it off, we put it in the dishwasher, and then we snuggle our kids and put them to bed and we love them and we're thankful for them. And we have to just acknowledge that we're in the middle of a pandemic and things are really sucky right now. And, you know, they're not going to be leaving plates under the couch for the rest of their lives. They are going to grow up and eventually be functioning members of society. Delilah will learn how to load a dishwasher she will right. grow up she will <laughs> move life out well yeah life when she moves out I always tell her I was like girl when you move out life is going to be rough for you it will. I won't it will. Be there for you. but see it will be it will be rough mm-hmm. for her and you know life has been rough for me all the way I mean it's still rough for me like I still yeah. have things that I'm learning I st- I'm still having things that are challenging for me um but you know I am learning that I can do hard things. I can get up and I can, you know, put my plate in the dishwasher, even if I'm feeling tired and lazy and I don't want to, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I still am learning how to, you know, successfully run a household and, and do it. And so will Delilah and so will Hannah and so will Daniel and so will Harrison. And for some reason, 
for some reason, getting back to Lord of the Flies, when I think of Harrison, I think of the Jack character who like runs yeah. around with a spear all the time, you know? That's like... him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything <laughs> that, is... that that child can manipulate into a gun or like a weapon, like that is his jam. So uh, this is way off, but for Christmas this year, he's getting like a whole Nerf set and he's going <gasps> to lose his mind. Oh, like... my gosh. You're going to get hit with so many Nerf bullets like every single day. I'm really day. fine with that. I'm totally fine with that because he's not usually a kid that wants to play with toys. And I'm trying to figure out something that he will play with and not need to like climb me like a jungle gym or whap me in the back of the leg with some sticky You, <laughs> You are his toy. Like he came into oh, this I world <laughs> with a built-in toy. Like his oh. mom is his toy and that's no. that's that's all there is to it. Yeah, I really um, breastfed him too long, didn't I? <laughs> well, you know, he's gonna be he's he's gonna be so much like think about how big his brain probably is in there. Like, yeah, I think that's part of it. Like, he's just super smart. <laughs> yeah, he's too smart for his own good is his that's problem. Um, but you know, I just at the end of the day, I just have to understand that like, yeah, you know, Daniel is almost ten and he struggles with tying his shoes, but one day he'll be really good at it. Like, oh, don't feel bad. Delilah chooses not to tie her shoes. She just wears boots like the soft boots and then like any kind of slip on shoe that she can find. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, completely overrated. <laughs> look, Daniel can do it. He can. Yeah. He just yep. struggles with it and doesn't do yeah. a very it's good job. Hard. It is. But one day he'll, one day he'll do it and it'll be fine. Like, yeah, I just have to understand that these things are not going to be a permanent challenge. You know, it's not going to be a permanent struggle. Like, right. Yeah. Just, just kind of like one day, I'm sure that Daniel will realize he really does like pizza. You know, like <laughs> oh my gosh, every time you talk about pizza, I would like pizza because seriously, I have not had pizza in like ten years because well, of my dollar family. I know it's the same with ice cream. He doesn't like pizza or ice cream, but one day he's going to be on a date with a person, uh-huh. and they're going to want pizza, or they're going to want ice cream, or they're going to want to have some Chinese food, or they're going to want to eat something normal that's not a Chick Fil A. <laughs> waffle fry exactly my brother used to eat four things when we were growing up like that was it four mm -hmm. things and then when he met his soon-to-be wife he uh now he eats like avocados and like chicken and salad like he eats all these things because sarah's like can you just eat this please (laughs) yeah maybe he'll find him a partner that can commit to making him nutella sandwiches for the rest of his life (laughs) i don't know could you imagine that he brings it to like a board meeting, opens up his little like sandwich case, Nutella yeah. sandwich and chocolate milk or whatever. He'll be 36 years old with his Minecraft lunchbox yes. and his bag of plain Lay's potato chips and his Nutella sandwich and his Capri Sun. Oh my gosh. That's like Tom Hanks on that movie Big. I know. It's going to be just like that. And he'll have his, you know, his iPad there with him. And on his lunch break, he'll just play Roblox and eat his Nutella sandwich and you know, but he'll be this genius that's running this company and I'll just be like, whatever. Yeah. Um, so it's just, these kids are going to be fine and mm-hmm. this pandemic is going to eventually pass and they'll all go back to school and everyone will eventually bounce back. But it's just like, you know, this morning Hannah had her hand in her water cup <laughs> and it was still filled with ice and I'm in the middle of teaching this class. Yeah, like I'm I'm talking to my ninth graders. Yeah, and I'm putting them in these breakout rooms to work on this graphic organizer that I created, and I'm so proud of. And she looks over at me and she goes, "Mommy, can you make me some ice water?" Right. And I'm like, "Dude, I cannot oh. make you ice water right now." And 
<laughs> at the same time, I'm like trying to text you and we're talking about Lord of the Flies and everything oh, is just so crazy. Yeah. And all I want to do is get back in bed because you guys, it is like pouring down rain here. Yeah. Okay. We're about to have that. We have like five minutes of dry weather right now and we are about to have like, they said it's like the storm of a century. The mountain is going to get like 10 feet of snow over here. We're just going to get all the rain. It is monsoon season, our pontoon season. Our oh, geez. El Nina. Our, I mean, like something is, something is in the. La Nina. Yeah. Don't forget, it's a feminine. Oh, wait, it's El Nino and La Nina. La Nina, right. yeah. Uh-huh, La right, Nina. Yeah. Okay, I'm so sorry. Ooh, I'm, grade nine I'm not... Spanish working for me. Yeah. <laughs> I know there were a lot of people that really cringed when I said it like that. I'm sure yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's people that like pulled their car over and were like about to send a text message right, right. then and there, like to the DM. <laughs> they were like, can you please just get some Rosetta Stone? Like just, just try it out. It'll work really well. They're like, can we send her that Duolingo app? Because that's how <laughs> she needs to learn her Spanish. Um, so yeah, it's just, Seriously, reading Lord of the Flies and hearing about these eight-year-olds out here, like, on this beach, like, trying to put together this society of, of children, and I'm looking at mine like, dang, you can't even put your, you can't even fix that shirt, it's wrong side out. I know, right? Like, I have some friends also who their uh, child is going through, like, the Montessori stuff, and so, as you know, that's, like, all about, like, independence and, like, doing stuff yourself, and their kid is the same age as, like, my five-year-old, and he can, like, fully dress himself, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, I just, just put your pajamas on. Oh, Harrison. But see, look, I read this article one time and it was uh-huh. probably from that website. Do y'all know that website? And I say y'all like there's all the listeners can answer me. Right. Um, <laughs> do y'all know that website, Scary Mommy? I do know that website. Yes. Okay. So I read this article and I think it was on Scary Mommy and it was about like the last time you do certain things for your kids. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like, I did. Oh my gosh, I read that one too. That's so sad. You know, like the last time you feed them from like the little baby food jar or the yeah. last time you change a diaper before they're fully potty trained um, or the last time you do this. Well, my children can both fully dress themselves, but I still like hold out their pants and, you know, let them step in because I'm just not ready for it to be the last time that I dress them. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not ready for that. They can right. do it, but you know, I'll bend over and I'll, you know, hold out their pants and I tell Daniel, okay, put your arms around my shoulders and he'll like put his arms around and then we jump and he puts, you know, the pants get pulled up and all that stuff. So we did. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. You guys, this has been a fun mini. I know that we didn't have a topic for you this week, but we have got to run because we both have classes in like five minutes. So everyone have a beautiful, beautiful weekend. I hope it doesn't rain on everybody all over the world this weekend, (laughs) but, um, yeah, you guys, um, we love you. We love you so much. Yes, we do. We do much too. Yes. Um, and we will, uh, talk to you guys in the next one. Bye friends. Bye.